0: Hey you guys, this is Heidi Zane John. It is Monday, June 5th, and I want to welcome you to the Busy Mom podcast. So my husband and Sierra and I are on our way home today from a couple of days of meetings with Tyndale, and we are pretty psyched, I'm not gonna lie. So I've been writing this book, Becoming Mom Strong, for Working on it now i'm looking over at jay across the table for like two and a half years working on becoming mom strong It's a pretty big book for me. So my first book that I wrote some of you have read uh, Several things that i've written And uh, some of you read the the busy homeschool mom's guide to romance Which by the way if you're married, it doesn't matter if you're homeschooling or not If you've not read the guide to romance check it out I'll link back to it in the show notes today But that what that book, you know took me quite a while to write it was about I don't know 25 27,000 words long. This is closer to 80,000 words and it and, and I have also written a Bible study companion that goes with it. And so, because I just finished speaking at the Illinois conference, which by the way was awesome. Thank you guys for coming out and saying hello. It was it's encouraging to hear what God's doing in your life. I love 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 meeting podcast listeners. So, thanks for coming up and and hugging my neck in real life. Sometimes when I do the podcast, it's weird because Jay and I sit here in the studio. Slash our schoolroom. Remember, remember, we moved from the closet. So a long time ago, we were doing it at the closet. And uh, now we do it from the schoolroom. And I imagine when the Homeschool Resource Center opens, we're putting a studio in there and we hope to do the podcast from there. So we'll change again. But sometimes when you're talking into a microphone and it's just Jay and I in a room, it's hard to imagine, you know, 35,000 people listening And I know that you are listening, and so I really wanna just say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for praying for our family. Thank you for the financial support that you're giving us. Thank you, uh, especially for covering us in prayer. I don't think we can uh, overstate the importance and the dependence that we feel uh, on the power of prayer. But as I was uh, spending time with our publishing team, which I think, you know, I'm a little biased, but I think I have the best publishing team in the whole world, and it was fun for us to sit there and actually see the pieces of the book coming out, you know, ads that are coming out, and uh, ways that we're going to be encouraging and blessing women, ways to help you start uh, mom strong groups in your area, and just um, dreaming over there. We are just on fire, and I want to, I want to kind of take that fire from this weekend and the fire that the Lord's put in my heart. My heart is just burning for this generation of parents because I've told you before, and I'll say it again: I believe you're shepherding a very special generation of children and as parents we we've got to equip our children we have a huge job in front of us and god says the job isn't uh isn't one that we can do without his help the bible says we can do all things through christ who gives us strength but without him we can't do anything and so we need to be dependent on the lord and so the first thing i always like to do whenever i talk about um planting with the harvest in mind and what god's doing in our ministry and what i what i know he's doing in your life because i talked to so many of you uh, in person especially on the road this time of year it's just encouraging uh, to see you in the word with your children so if you haven't started the scripture writing challenge with me yet i want to encourage you to do that go to heidisaintjohn.com forward slash scripture writing kind of read about it and then if you want to get a, if you want to do it with us you need to subscribe to the blog so Just um, hit the subscribe button. You can pick whatever you wanna subscribe to. You can also subscribe to the podcast there. There's a a ton of different things for you to check out. But I wanna encourage you to get into the Word. So remember I told you this month we're gonna be studying about the attributes of God and what makes him a good, good father. And so I was looking today at June 5th, which is today's uh, scripture writing challenge, and we are uh, writing out today Psalm 68, verses 32 to 35. So we're not writing out a whole lot, right? Just kind of a small, a little bite out of scripture that we're taking every time we do this because I want that scripture to go from just head knowledge into your heart. So that's what happens when we write out the word of God. And Psalm 68 is really talking a lot about the attributes of God. And I love this part because verse 32 says, sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth, sing praise to the Lord, to him who rides across the highest heavens, the ancient heavens who thunders with a mighty voice, proclaim the power of God, whose majesty is over Israel, whose power is in the heavens, you God are awesome in your sanctuary. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. Praise be to God. The first person, the first people rather, that we are to proclaim the power of God to is always our children. This is our primary role as parents. And as, and I don't care if you're listening to this and you, you're saying, I'm not a parent. Listen, every single person that's listening to this podcast right now has influence in another person's life. Influence, most of us have influence in the lives of children in some capacity, in one capacity or another, but we all have influence in the life of somebody else. And the Bible says one of the first things we do is proclaim the power of God, to talk about him and how awesome he is and what he's doing in our lives, and to really be planting in the lives of our children and in the lives of people around us with the harvest in mind. Because the Bible says that one day we are going to give an account the things that we have done in this life to please the Lord. Um, one of my favorite uh, verses, or f- it's not a verse, it's a poem uh, was that my grandparents used to read to me, was written by C.T. Studd years ago. And some of you may have heard it. I'll link back to it today in case you want to print it out. Um, but it says, two little lines I heard one day, traveling along life's busy way, bringing conviction to my heart and from my mind would not depart. Only one life Will soon be past. Only what's done for Christ will last. Only one life, yes, only one. Soon its fleeting hours be done. Then, in that day, my Lord to meet and stand before his judgment seat. Only one life, twill soon be past. Only what's done for Christ will last. Only one life, the still small voice gently pleads for a better choice, bidding me selfish aims to leave and to God's holy will to cleave. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Only one life, a few brief years, each with its burdens, hopes, and fears, each with its clays I must fulfill, living for self or in his will. When this bright world would tempt me sore, when Satan would a victory score, boy, I felt that the other day, I'll tell you what. When life would seek to have its way, then help me, Lord, with joy to say, only one life will soon be passed, only what's done for Christ will last. Give me, Father, a purpose deep, in joy or sorrow, your word to keep, faithful and true, whatever the strife pleasing you in my daily life. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. I love the, the very end of this. Uh, it's really a hymn. And it's been sung. My grandparents used to sing it with me. But I love, it gets to the end and it says, Only one life, yes, only one. Now let me say, your will be done. And then at last when I hear the call, I know I'll say it was worth it all. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. By the way, you can get uh, C.T. Studd's book, the book of his life. It's pretty amazing, actually. Uh, it, there's a, you know me, I, I've been reading missionary stories to my kids for a million years, it's, if, it seems like. Uh, but C.T. Studd, the man who, just, who wrote the hymn that I just read to you, and his companions were actually lost in an African jungle. And all the warnings that others had given the two missionaries rushed into his head at the time. He had an uneasy sensation of being watched, and he was. The, the back of the book, uh, C.T. Stud. it says, um, C.T. Stud shivered as he stared into the dense foliage surrounding him. He was exposed on all sides, clearly visible to anything or anyone concealed in the jungle. Endowed with rare determination and a wry sense of humor, C.T. Studd unceasingly pursued a life devoted to God. A star English cricket player in his youth, C.T. did nothing halfway. When challenged by near tragedy in the words of an atheist, the wealthy young man became a missionary of extreme devotion. Serving in China, India, and finally in Central Africa, C.T. Studd was the first missionary to reach numerous tribes deep in the Congo. Together with the mission he founded worldwide evangelization crusade, this man who refused to retreat opened a way for Africans to hear the gospel for years to come. Uh, it is an incredible thing to know that there were people, men and women who have gone before us, who followed God with a reckless abandon, who followed God and knew that no matter what happened, no matter what came into their lives, they would not be deterred From what god had asked them to do and I think sometimes as parents we can be uh, deterred can't we I can And I think sometimes, you know, does it really matter? um, All this work i'm doing with my kids. Does it really matter all the work that we're pouring into? uh, The homeschool resource center and into things like this podcast and uh, I got a lot of questions about this When i'm on the road. whenever i'm speaking people will come up to me and they say, you know How did you get started in what you're doing and I will tell you jay and I? Uh, Did not anticipate doing what we're doing both of us went to bible college and uh, i've said, you know Many of you know my grandfather on my mom's side uh, Was a pastor my grandmother was a bible teacher, but we never planned on doing what we're doing I think what comes down to at the end of the day what it comes down to is a devotion uh, To god because we recognize the brevity of this life Because we recognize we're just here for a little while So when the water main breaks and our our kids fall and and break their arms when tragedy strikes Um, we have to go we run to the lord Right because we have to To go back to him and say lord, we know that our life is fading And help us keep our eyes on you help us realize that the only things that we're going to take with us Are the things that we've done that matter for eternity and I think for moms especially um when we're in the in the throes of of, of watching little ones, I was telling my daughter the other day as we were out uh, on the lake for Memorial Day, I was watching her you know chase my grandsons around, and then our son in law uh you know, I can't remember. Somebody called him from the other side of the lake to make sure that we knew, did we have s'mores or something? Was something ridiculous. And he was talking on the phone. He's like, well, got to go. Wesley just picked up dog poop, right? That's the life of a parent. And I was telling Savannah, parenting is not for the faint of heart. It's not for the lazy either. Then I said, grandparent actually is for the lazy. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the grandparent gig, right? And I think sometimes we forget that what we're doing is eternal in nature. Every uh, every conversation that we have carries with it. The bible says Eternity and I think sometimes we forget at least I do. Maybe i'm just talking to myself Maybe i'm just preaching to myself today because it's monday and i'm tired and i've been traveling But I think it's important for us to remember to always 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 plant with the harvest in mind so no matter what we're doing, no matter what it is that God has put in front of us to have the attitude of C.T. Studd and so many of the other missionaries that went both before him and after him with this idea of eternal perspective. Uh, my husband's dad, Lou, uh, passed away a couple of years ago. He lived for a long, long time with uh, with cancer and then finally a kidney disease, but he really left us rather suddenly. We weren't expecting Him to get sick and die the way that he did, and I think no one ever pencils in a crisis on their calendar, right? No one ever says, you know, okay, so next Thursday at you know two thirty, that's when the bad thing's going to happen. Nope, they just come, don't they? Hard times come, Amy Grant says, and they'll come till we're done. And when uh, when Jay's dad passed away, I remember thinking as I was sitting there holding his hand, and and uh, when he took his last breath, we were all in that room, like I was in the room with my grandfather when he passed away. Everything about him at that moment the things that we remembered Were eternal in nature It was the knowledge that he was going to spend eternity with the lord The knowledge that we were literally watching him step from this world into eternity That we were watching him as he was taking his last breath here and his first breath In heaven and really you guys the life that we live here is so short and so fleeting And I guess I want to ask you today. What are you doing? For christ that's going to last i'm asking myself the same question is the thing that I'm doing, even in the podcast, I have to ask myself, why am I doing what I'm doing? I'm doing it because I wanna make an impact for Christ that's gonna gonna go far beyond my brief time here on this earth. We're just here for a little while. Right, We're just here for a little while and ct said was right when he said Everything that we're doing on in this world Is going to pale in comparison to the things that we do that bring honor and glory to the lord And the same thing is true in your parenting the same thing is true in your marriages We want to honor god in what we do remember we talked about a couple of weeks ago I went back to the book of titus with you and I was talking about our uh our reason for living a life that's pleasing to God. We don't do it for political purposes, right? Oh my goodness. You know, the more I, I watch what's happening in the world around me, I think I told you guys, I've, I've gotten rid of most of the notifications on my phone now from the news because it just depresses me so much. But we've got threats from North Korea, right? We have Christians that are facing death every single day uh, because of their faith in Jesus. We have a culture right now in spiritual decline, and we are asking important questions, or we should be asking important questions about eternity. God, what do you? What is? What is my role in all of this? What do you want me to do? Well, some of you are sitting here listening to this podcast, and you don't know. But do you know what we know from Micah six eight? One thing is for sure, we know that God wants us. The Bible says that He has shown us what is good and what the Lord requires of us—to love justice and mercy and to walk humbly with our God, to seek him and ask him for wisdom, to not grow weary in doing good, to plant with the harvest in mind, even in your marriages, at your job, with your children, don't grow weary in well-doing. You know, I was sitting with my sister, some of you heard me tell this story a couple of weeks ago uh, when I was actually in New York. I'd been speaking for Fearless in New Jersey and uh, had traveled to the home of some friends of ours uh, in New York City out on Long Island, actually. And I was grieving and worrying over my sister because one of the triplets, little Boaz, had a uh, an reaction, a very serious reaction to a vaccine that he'd received two days prior. And basically what happened was his body, uh, his body was eating his blood platelets and his blood count went way down dangerously low. And he was bruising all over his body. He had petechiae, which is the little tiny rash uh, that my sister, because she listens to the Holy Spirit, she knew he she needed to take that little boy in. And even when she took him in, the doctors looked at that little baby and said, "Well, it doesn't look like anything serious. It could be just a heat rash, maybe his, his, you know, he maybe he had an extra layer of clothing on or whatever." But they said, "We can take a blood sample if you want." Well, my sister said she didn't even hesitate, and she's not like this at all. Hope is like the stalwart. She's a lot like my mom who was uh, a pediatric she worked in pediatric oncology for a long a long time. And my mom is one of those moms, I maybe, this is where I got it, where like, if we weren't bleeding to death, she was like, get the Band-Aid yourself, <laughs> right? She, was, she wanted us to be um, independent and strong and not afraid. And when my sister heard the doctor say, you know what, this isn't a very big deal. She's like, I heard the Holy Spirit say, get the blood work done. And when they called her, she wasn't even home yet. They said, turn around, take your child straight to the emergency room. His blood platelets were down to five, dangerously low. And we were sitting in the hospital last week, and she was saying, I am so thankful that I know the Lord. I'm so thankful that the Holy Spirit is inside of me and that he is, he is guiding me and teaching me and speaking to me. And she recognizes that God has set eternity in the hearts of those, those little ones that she's raising. And it's her responsibility to be uh, planting everything she does with a harvest in mind, even the little things, even just listening for the Holy Spirit, for the little tiny things, everything that we do carries with it. Uh, eternity. And so we want to set eternity before us and eternity in our hearts. There's a book I read uh, on an airplane. You know, guys, I love to read books on airplanes because when I'm home, I don't typically have time to read. But I read a book called um, Kisses for Katie by Katie Davis. It's been out for quite a while. I'll link back to it in the show notes today. I believe, yep, it's a New York Times uh, bestseller. But this this young woman who has everything going for her, a lot like C.T. Stud, and this is where I'm going to end this podcast today, everything going for her that money could buy. She had parents who were affluent. She could have gone to any college that she wanted to, um, lived a very um, normal, I guess you would say, very um, affluent American life. And she took a mission trip over to Uganda, and the Lord spoke to her, and she left everything. And when I think she's adopted somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 kids. And uh, it's an incredible story. I cried through most of it just this idea that god could work that powerfully in the life of a young girl and god you don't know parents what god's going to do in the lives of your kids some of you are listening to this today and god's speaking to you he's saying i want you to do this really hard thing but you're afraid and can i just encourage you your life here is a blip on the radar our life here is so short but the bible says the things that we do for christ are going to last everything that we do uh, here should have with it eternity in mind. And so I just want to encourage you today for those of you who are just kind of wondering, man, you know, what what's the purpose and I'm kind of tired of doing it. Um I'll take you back again to the words of CT Studd. He said, "Oh, let my love with fervor burn and from the world now let me turn. Living for thee and thee alone, bringing thee pleasure on thy throne. Only one life will soon be passed, only what's done for Christ will last." And I hope that that's our prayer today as parents and as men and women who are following the Lord say, Father, show me what I can do that carries with it eternity. And uh, whether that's working in your neighborhood or talking to people around you about the love of God, whether it's proclaiming Jesus to your children, which by the way, if you've got young children at home, that is your mission field right now. And ask the Lord, what does it look like to serve you and plant with the harvest in mind? I'm going to be uh, in the next place I will be is the ocean conference I don't want to end this podcast without telling everybody i'm going to be home for a couple of weekends and the next conference I will be at is ocean in uh, Portland in beautiful portland, oregon And so I will be at the oregon convention center on the 23rd and 24th of june It is not too late to register for that event and the weekend after that I will be in chef in alabama So if you are interested in coming out to hear me speak, I would sure love to meet you. If you would like more information, if you live in the Pacific Northwest and you'd like more information about the Homeschool Resource Center that my husband and I will be opening up this fall, you can go to firmlyplantedfamily.org and check it out there. We are still looking for parents who wanna come and teach classes. We have over 30 classes that are gonna be offered there this fall. Everything from choir and uh, drama to art and science. We are really excited to see that center shine the love of Jesus here in Clark County. So we appreciate your prayers and also your financial support. For those of you who have already purchased Becoming MomStrong, you can get a code. If you'll email me, podcast at thebusymom.com, we will send you a code for a half price or half off of one of my scripture writing jewelry uh, necklaces. I think you're gonna love them. And uh, if you have not purchased yet, uh, pre-ordered, for a limited time, if you pre-order Becoming MomStrong, which you can do, at HeidiStJohnStore.com for a limited time. You can get one of those necklaces for half off. So it would encourage us greatly, if you're uh, interested in starting up a MomStrong group, then go ahead and purchase the Bible study. I think you're gonna love it. It's a six-week companion Bible study to becoming MomStrong, all right? I am excited to see what God does with that. And also excited to see you guys back here on Wednesday. And in the meantime, don't forget to get into the word. Get in God's word today. He wants to talk to you. I'll see you back here on Wednesday.